Welcome to a brand new episode of Tyler's Take Podcast on behalf of AllEverythingEntertainment.com. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Tyler Peters, your host, that writer and podcaster from Nashville, Tennessee, to Music City, USA. If you want to find out ways you can listen to this very podcast and many others that offer everything from music to movies, just like our website will tell you, we're really a buffet for entertainment. That's all everything entertainment.com. Right now, we've got 98 tracks, fresh tracks. There I go trying to sound hip and cool like I've got a clue. But that is on the AEE Network. That's the latest tracks, 98 tracks. We're on SoundCloud. If you're on social media, for crying out loud, go like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We've got links to articles just like what we're going to be talking about today. And it is a sad day. We lost one of the true icons and coaching legends. Also, as a player, was an All-American player as well. You can find this article under Culture and Sports, legendary Auburn football coach, Pat Dye, who is our subject, our topic. Pat Dye passes away at the age of 80. So it is truly a sad day for the college football community and the sports world in general, as legendary Auburn football coach Pat Dye has passed away at the age of 80. The news has been confirmed by his family. Pat Dye passed away on Monday, June 1st, 2020, just this past Monday as I'm recording the audio for this very podcast. Dye was in the hospital for several weeks due to complications from kidney function. The Hall of Fame coach also tested positive for COVID-19 while he was in the hospital. That's what contributed to his death, sadly and tragically. Pat Dye coached the Auburn Tigers football team from 1981 through 1992. While at Auburn, he led the Tigers to four SEC Conference championships in 1983, 1987, 1988, and 1989. Dye established himself as one of the all-time greatest coaches in Auburn's history. However, he wasn't just great at Auburn. He also found success wherever his coaching talents took him. His proven leadership helped turn around their programs at Eastern Carolina, the University of Wyoming, and of course, Auburn. And we've got a clip on YouTube. This is an interview with Auburn coach Pat Dye talking about his memories of the Iron Bowl, that rivalry between Auburn and Alabama. Let's play the clip right now. We'll get it queued up on YouTube. Pat Dye will forever go down as one of the great Auburn men. After all, his name is on the field at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Dye coached the Tigers for 12 seasons, starting in 1981, and even served as athletic director for 11 of those seasons. The Hall of Fame coach knows a thing or two about the in-state rivalry. I had a chance to sit down with Dye at his not a Solga home. Ain't no easy way in life. Pat Dye went 6-6 six in, six in Iron Bowls, including a 1982 win in Bear Bryant's last regular season game. That game ended Alabama's nine-game winning streak in the series and brought Auburn's competitive edge back to the Iron Bowl. What does the Iron Bowl mean to you? Well, it's the greatest rivalry in college football. You know, basically, you're Auburn, Alabama, and then you may be a Florida State or Jacksonville State or North Alabama or Alabama State or Alabama Indian. You know, you may be a fan of that, but you you still got to choose between Auburn and Alabama. And uh, 
very few people, there's a few people say, well, you know, I don't care, but that's, that's hard to believe. One of Dye's greatest accomplishments while serving as athletic director was in 1989. He moved Auburn's home games against Alabama from Birmingham's Legion Field, where they played for 41 straight meetings, to Auburn's Jordan-Hare Stadium. And when Alabama came down here to play that game in 89, and they saw what was taking place on my campus, and they saw the tailgating and the, and the relationships among all the fans and all the people. They went back home and said, look, we can't, we got a match here. I said, it's wrong, we're going to be in trouble, and they did, and they have, and it's, you know, it's been good for Alabama, and I don't have a problem with that, but it's been good, great for Tuscaloosa, too. You know, it's been, you know, if that, you play a game, well, Alabama plays a home game in Tuscaloosa, it's worth several, several million dollars to that community, just like when we play in Auburn, it's worth several million dollars. We turn to this year's Iron Bowl. Alabama looks to have its way with an Auburn team closing out a historically bad season. Is there any possible scenario that you see Auburn actually pulling a monumental upset? I think this Alabama team may be the best college football team I ever saw. And really and truly, you know, what our football team, we just need to roll it out there and go play just like we're playing in the sand lot. We're going to be a big underdog, just fight, scratch, play, and have fun. And, you know, that ball shape funny. And then it'll bounce, it'll bounce some odd ways sometimes. We ain't afraid of Alabama. They're good. I mean, and give them credit for being good. But, uh, you know, they're going to keep you from, you know, buck, bucking your chin strap on and get your thing. Game face on, go play, let's have fun. Mark a big ass off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that ball bounced pretty funny last time these two teams played in this stadium. Well, on the other Well, there you go. There's a clip, and love the confidence of Coach Dye right there in that interview, talking about the Iron Bowl's history. He was instrumental in getting that game moved from Birmingham's Legion Field back to where the games are either played at Jordan-Hare Stadium or at Tuscaloosa. And that stadium there as well, alternating between Alabama and Auburn with their games of that famous historic rivalry. So it's incredible, just the history in itself right there with that rivalry, the Iron Bowl, all the great players, all the great moments, the highlights, and the great coaches, Bear Bryant, Pat Dye. Auburn fans have always admired and respected Dye. He was the one that rebuilt the Auburn football program from nothing to SEC superiority. He didn't just make an impact on the field. He wanted to take care of all of Auburn's athletes. He upgraded the facilities for the school and its athletic as far as relevance, being relevant for its athletics. Let me clarify that statement. His overall record at Auburn, listen to this. This is astounding. Was 99-39-4. That was tremendous is what it was. That puts him tied with Coach Mike Donahue for the second most wins by an Auburn football coach. Dye was named the SEC Coach of the Year not just once, not just twice, but three times in 1983, 1987, and 1989. 
His biggest accomplishment came in 2005 when he was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. And well-deserved. What an honor. Very fitting and appropriate for head coach Pat Dye. We at AEE send our heartfelt condolences and prayers to the entire Dye family and to the Auburn Tigers, to all the programs, the man coach going back to Wyoming, Eastern Carolina. The former coach and player touched so many lives. This is so true. You can hear that in his players. Also, he coached and recruited Heisman Trophy winner Bo Jackson, truly one of the greatest all-around athletes to ever play. Not just football, but baseball, really anything the man wanted to do, he excelled at. And no different with head coach Pat Dye, also was an All-American football player at the University of Georgia. The Bulldogs, West Pat Dye. Also a very accomplished collegiate player and scholar-athlete was coach Pat Dye. So rest in peace, coach Pat Dye. He was born on November the 11th. Actually, that was the 11th month. It was November the 6th. That's what it was, 1939. And, of course, passed away June the 1st, 2020. That was a Monday, but let me clarify that. He was born on November the 6th, 1939. That was the 11th month, so I wanted to correct that. So we wanted to pay our respects and show our gratitude to a man that had an everlasting legacy and impact, not just on his players, not just on the gridiron, not just being an athletics director, head coach, and player, but as a man. And there you go. Legendary Auburn football coach Pat Dye has passed away. Some very sad news, but at least we've got the memories. At least we've got interviews, clips off YouTube, a lot of great moments to remember the old ball coach. He dies at 80, and we pay tribute, our respects, to one of the icons in all of sports, not just college football, but all athletics. So now we go from losing another iconic coach, and that is Johnny Majors, the iconic Pittsburgh and Tennessee coach. Passes away at 85. Boy, has this been a rough week for some of the true Hall of Fame legends in all of sports, not just college football, but all athletics, like we mentioned with talking about Coach Pat Dye. And it's under the sports category. You'll find Johnny Majors, the iconic Pittsburgh, it'll just say Pitt and Tennessee coach, Passes away at age 85. Sadly, again, more heartbreaking news, but thankful for the memories. And what a career Coach Majors had. He really did. Johnny Majors, the iconic Tennessee football coaching legend, has died. He was 85. Majors was a member of the College Football Hall of Fame. A longtime close personal friend of Coach Majors, Jackie Sherrill, had confirmed the news with Major's family of Johnny's death. Cheryl goes back with Major's working on his staff in Pittsburgh for the Panthers. The Pittsburgh football program had tweeted out this statement about the former head coach. He led us to our sweetest glory and changed Pitt forever. Thank you, coach, and rest in peace. 
Majors became recognizable with his coaching ability, leading the University of Pittsburgh to a national championship, an undefeated season back in 1976, before coming to coach's alma mater at Tennessee. And we've got a link to that tweet from the University of Pittsburgh football program honoring Coach Majors, 1935 through 2020. And a major accomplishment, Majors' success would continue as Tennessee's head coach of the Vols from 1977 through 1992. Majors compiled an impressive, listen to this, 116-62-8 record. He would begin his career as a player for the Vols going back to 1953, playing at the single wing tailback position. Majors was named SCC Player of the Year in 1955 and 1956 the following year. Not only was Johnny a great coach, but an amazing player, an athlete that could do it all. Majors rushed for 549 yards and seven touchdowns and passed for 552 yards and five touchdowns, which led Tennessee the Vols to a 10-1 season in 1956 and an SEC championship. He finished up his collegiate playing career as a runner-up to the Heisman Trophy, losing to Notre Dame's Paul Humong. And bound for the Hall of Fame in 1987, Majors earned an election as a player into the College Football Hall of Fame. What an accomplishment. All the accolades well-deserved for the Hall of Fame. Legendary, iconic coach Johnny Majors. All those are appropriate and fitting when you describe Johnny Majors. Majors was a head coach in 1968. He started his coaching career for the Iowa State Cyclones. In 1973 is when Majors would go on to coach Pittsburgh. Then in 1977 was back with Tennessee, this time as a coach and not a player. Johnny was in Knoxville, Tennessee, back on Rocky Top again. And the Pittsburgh Athletics Hall of Fame also inducted Majors. Johnny Majors was born in Lynchburg, Tennessee. He had been living in Knoxville with his wife, Mary Lynn. We at AEE send our condolences to the famous and legendary old ball coach, rest in peace, Johnny Majors. So very sad days for the sports world, losing Pat Dye and Johnny Majors. Two greats that not only made an impact in the SEC, but also other conferences, other programs, universities. So to their family, the friends, to other coaches that were on their staff. Also, Philip Fulmer had coached under Johnny Majors. A nice little, I don't want to say it's trivia, but maybe you didn't know it. Just a little tidbit there, I guess, is what you could say and clarify with that statement. But Majors and Die, we lost two of the greats, two of the best for sure, Hall of Famers. What an impact legacy they had. I know I repeat that and state that, but it's so true and so fitting to the life they led. Much respect. At least we've got some memories to smile about, even through the sad, tough times of losing these football giants and head coaching giants at that that really gave their all to their schools that they played for and coached. They instilled wisdom to their players. 
And that's why we said we wanted to send our prayers, our thoughts, condolences to not only the families and friends of these ball coaches talking about Don Majors, but to the athletes, the players that played for them, and the coaches that coached under them, that learned and got that knowledge from both these wise men. They were leaders for sure. So there you go. We remembered Auburn head coach Pat Dye, as well as Tennessee football coach Johnny Majors, or maybe just known as John Majors. So this has been another edition, a brand new episode of Tyler's Take Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, that writer and podcaster from Nashville, Tennessee, the Music City, USA, Tyler Peters. And remember, there's 98 tracks on the AEE Network. Please subscribe. We're on SoundCloud. And if you're on social media, go check us out on Facebook and Twitter. But please visit the archives. We remember Jerry Stiller. We talked about David Foster, music's hitman, remembering Owen Hart, remembering Marlon Brando as an acting icon. Let me say that again, acting icon. I was such a fan, I, I had to repeat it again. As well as Sting, the reinvention of his pro character. And Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, part one of that series, the early years. And now we are talking about remembering and honoring, paying tribute, our respects to Pat Nye and Johnny Majors. There you go. So thank you for your support. We'd love to hear your feedback, get your comments on what some of your favorite highlights and moments and players during those careers of majors and die, whether it was at Auburn, it was at these other universities that they coached, and even as a player. What's your fond memories of them? How we can remember them? And what's some of your all-time great and favorite moments? There you go. Wanted to add that. But until next time, I'm signing off saying goodbye. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm out. But once again, Rest in peace, Pat Dye and Johnny Majors. Until the next time, goodbye for now.